Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. That's Jason Hammer right over there with the special guests. He is the host of the Tony Kinnett cast. Every night right after our program, 7 o'clock here at 93 WIBC. Also an investigative reporter at the Daily Signal, Tony Kennett, the Tonus, joins us. And Tony, although our conversation kind of got marred by phone issues and technical issues earlier, speaking with Representative Jim Banks, it's been a crazy 24 hours in regards to the House of Representatives. So let's start with earlier today. We'll work today, then we'll go backwards. Hunter Biden shows up, makes this big speech about how he's a victim, and then (laughs) leaves, doesn't honor the subpoena that was asking him to do a deposition behind closed doors. Your thoughts? My thoughts are just this. I love how every time Hunter shows his face in public, he comes away looking like more of a criminal. I mean, realistically, at some point, if you just showed up, all he has to do is show up, answer a few questions behind closed doors, maybe give some vague answers, and then hightail it out and said, look, I did what they want. They got nothing. He can't do it. He is destroying any chance that Biden, President Joe Biden, has of getting out of this unscathed. I've never seen anyone who is so incredibly inept at getting out of trouble as good old crackhead Hunter Biden. The thing is, and Hammer and I disagree with this just a little bit. He he had the chance to testify. He said he would have testified, just not behind closed doors. And I say to the Oversight Committee, which is led by Jim Jordan and, and, and James Comer, Sit his ass down. He was there. He said he was ready. The problem was they wanted to interview him behind closed doors first before they put him out in front of the public. What do you? Am I wrong here in thinking these guys should have just said, screw it, forget the closed door stuff, forget this procedure, let's get him out here and start grilling his ass? Now, look, I'm not going to be the DEI counselor who goes, well, you're both right. But but if you want to think of it this way, you're both wrong. Here's the problem. He We're both wrong. Both. Those are the options, Tony. He needs to do both. He needs you to bring him in for a closed door and then do the open session. It's very obvious why he wants to do the open session so that we can all watch as he gives these like cool guy in detention answers to the teachers and flips off a congressman. Screw you, man. It's going to be Bender in the breakfast club. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, He wants to be Bart Simpson, say, eat my shorts. that's that's, That's the idea. So you want him to do both. You want to get the serious answers that they can reference when he starts acting like a goober trying to show off for the cameras in the open hearing. And again, all it takes is a GOP representative with enough guts to get this thing set up. But man, guys, it's a clown car out there. It's so disjointed. We're never going to get anything moved for We have the easiest impeachment trial in the history of this country, like in front of us, and they're not going to be able to get it across the line. And the thing is, like Hunter Biden was saying, well, Comer gave me the option of doing it publicly or behind closed doors. I wanted to do it publicly. But the thing is, Tony, that's not what the subpoena said. The subpoena said you're being called here on December 13th at 930 a.m. for a closed door deposition. The exact same type of thing that Don Jr. did for like 40 hours we're asking you to do the same thing, and he defied it. 
Hey, did you guys know that uh, one of the basic jobs of Congress is to issue subpoenas and and actually hold investigations regarding stuff like this? No. Uh, As a citizen of the United States, you're not allowed to just flip off Congress and go, screw your subpoena. I can't even spell subpoena. One of my crack whores probably could, but I can't. Okay. Uh, You can't do that. So any reasonable congressman would say, "Okay, you can enjoy night in the holding cell, just not one of the holding cells Hillary Clinton has access to. (laughs) (laughs) And one of my favorite parts of Hunter's little spiel before he got in his limo and and got out of there on Capitol Hill was that he tried to paint himself as the victim. All these MAGA Republicans of trying to destroy my credibility as you know, coming from a guy that spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on hookers and porn and drugs all the while not making his child pay uh, you know uh, uh, child custody payments yeah i'm sorry you can't paint yourself as tiny tim tiny tim <laughs> did not go hang out at the ukrainian harlot lounge i'm sorry <laughs> I, I, you know god give us crack everyone that not part of the christmas story i'm sorry there was not one person except I don't know, maybe uh, Chris Cuomo, who's buying that nonsense. (laughs) Tony Kennett joining us. uh, The Tony Kennett cast coming up at 7 o'clock tonight. So let's work backwards a little bit. Yesterday, Zelensky makes his way to the Capitol, and he's walking Uh, around. He probably has his Venmo information on his shirt. mm. He's got a big (laughs) bag. Will you tip 15%, 45%? (laughs) Right. He's got one of those bags you see in old gangster movies that just has has a dollar sign on it, and he's trick-or-treating for cash. But it sounds like, Tony, he didn't get what he wants. Well, I'm I'm still waiting to hear what he wants. Uh, I mean, because he's the only open statement that he's ever made in front of the world is that he wants everyone to go to war with Russia. And so when they said no, it kind of left him like a like a loser on prom night. Nowhere to go. No one to go home with. And I just don't know what to say at this point. I, I feel like he's out of a Popeye cartoon. He's like Wimpy asking for a hamburger over and over and over again. I, I mean, at, at what point is there an exit strategy? Are we going to stay in Ukraine forever? Is I mean, is he just president for life? No one's asking those questions. But I think the Republicans are... They're not saying no to Ukraine. They're asking, can we also deal with our own southern border? And for whatever reason, that's become a hot take. And that's almost like the line in the sand that the Democrats don't want to go over. Let me put it this way. I would like to arm the U.S. citizens on the southern border as much as we have armed the citizen of Ukraine. Give a couple of southern Texas towns stinger missiles and we'll talk. You know, Tony, one of the clips we played today was Joe Biden basically saying securing our border is a, quote, extreme Republican partisan agenda as it relates to tying the border to Ukraine. Last time I checked, there are a lot of Democrats. I mean, the governor of Arizona, that airhead, uh, are are very mad at Joe Biden and want federal dollars for these these influx of of, uh, illegal migrants. I mean, good God, we even have Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, recording himself on a plane going to D.C. I'm mad. Well, yeah, you ask for this, but man, the migrants are really hurting us. Okay, you're supposed to kind of compromise between two parties. I know that we're not going to. 
right? Like, we know the Republicans and Democrats aren't going to compromise. But like 40, 50 years ago, they cut compromises like this. Okay, you get your crane funding. We get you the secure border. And we, we shake hands. You know, you sleep with that guy's mistress and we all go home. That's how Congress <laughs> used to be. But, you know, we're, we're not going to do this. And, and by so the way, the, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but there is a, a portion of the Democrats, I believe, that aren't upset that they have so many illegal immigrants in their cities. They're upset that they're not getting processed fast enough. And that's actually what they want. I, I wouldn't disagree. But at, at this point, when you have Chicago citizens and New York citizens that are basically starting now to mutter some of the squad members' names under their breath yeah. in the way that yeah. union members used to mutter on the way to a strike, uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to hold that opinion much longer. Because here's the fun part. A lot of these Hispanics coming into the country are Catholic. And I don't know if you guys know anything about Catholics, but uh, the whole DEI woke agenda thing isn't exactly appealing <laughs> to a lot of Catholics. Tony Kennett with us. His program, the Tony Kennett cast, starts at 7 o'clock here. Uh, last thing before we let you go, Tony, what do you think about these big-time state-run universities that may or may not have a problem with calling out anti-Semitic things happening on their campus? I know Representative Jim Banks, he feels like funding should stop going to those universities. What do you think? You know, I'll say this. I'm, I'm talking to, to Jim Banks' office a little bit. I've been doing some investigative work that is going to break very soon about a certain Indiana university that has been dabbling in, uh, well, you know, if it's a Palestinian student, an LGBTQ student, uh, it's a BLM student, they can act however they want. But God forbid if a, a conservative student, a Jewish student has concerns, oh, then free speech is no longer allowed. So we'll be talking about that. A little bit more in the next couple of days. Isn't it funny how, like, places like Harvard and Penn, you would, if you use the wrong pronouns when addressing someone, that's grounds for expulsion. But you call for the genocide of Israelis, that's, you know, well, you know, actually, when they talk about that, you have to consider the context. The context. Oh, well, think of what Representative Cori Bush, you know, like the almost kind of member of the squad. She wants to be part of the cool girls, but she's a little too heavy. Uh, realistically, <laughs> oh, wow. realistically, sorry, I'm, I'm in a special mood. That's all season. right. Realistically, I just don't see anyone buying this. Again, we saw this with Cubans in 2020. The left decided Cubans were too white. They got rid of them. Cubans came over to the Republican Party. Then we saw this with Asian Americans in 2021 and 22. I guess they're trying to get rid of Jews out of the Democrat Party. Look, man, if all of these donors to Harvard and Penn and all of these other institutions want to start throwing their money towards some conservative colleges – and private endeavors? Oh, dude, I'm all for it. Sign me up. Their loss, our gain. 7 o'clock tonight, the Tony Kennett cast. He's on fire. It's going to be a great show tonight. Tony, have a great show tonight, man. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.